Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the very first One Buck Podcast, brought to you by your curator, William Van Landingham III. That's me. Now let's go to our theme song. Well, it's Buckness football, Buckness football, done all up when I'm on ambient. Woo-woo! Buccaneer football, Buccaneer football, Buccaneer football. Woo-woo! All right, thank you. Thank you for that big round of applause. My dog, very scared, upset, traumatized by that theme song. But we'll see how it goes. So, we don't have any sponsors. We don't have any listeners. Um, I'm not even sure if I even hit the record button right. So, we'll see if anything comes out of this. I have an atomic fireball in my mouth as I play Madden at 7 a.m. in the morning after not going to sleep. And this is the only Buccaneers broadcast. The only Buccaneers podcast that is done completely on Ambien when you should be asleep. I think it's my own little special hook. I think it's going to be the thing that gets my foot in the door. Um, I think it's the thing that's going to make me unique. And it's going to be awesome since tomorrow when I wake up, I'll have something to listen to that I have never heard before. So, coming up this week... uh, we have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers will be taking on the Atlanta Falcons. So what can we say about the Falcons? The Falcons, eh, they, they're in Atlanta. They're moving to a stadium next year that looks like it has a functioning sphincter on top. So, I mean, that's pretty cool. Um, I've been to Atlanta a few times. Kind of a smelly, stinky city. Uh, it has some party sections, which were cool, but I think they kind of priced all that out, you know, to keep the darkies out. Not real sure what that's all about, but I don't live there, so hey, it's their local their local thing. I know they rebuilt the baseball stadium that was nicer than the Tropicana dump we have here. Um, and they just built a brand new one because they just didn't like the fact that the old one had Ted Turner's name on it, which, you know, I can kind of understand. That seems like it makes a lot of sense. What other things happened to Atlanta over the years? Oh, yes, of course, Atlanta. Sherman burned Atlanta, although it gets a bad rap. Um, It's very much believed what actually happened was retreating Confederate soldiers actually set those fires, uh, but the Sherman shoulders uh, just simply allowed them to burn. So, hey, what you got to do, it's war. Fuck them. That's what I say. And I had a bunch of family in the South. I may have even had some in Atlanta for all I know. So let's get back to talking about football and not talking so much about burning down major American cities. So Tampa's coming in to face Atlanta. I would say Atlanta squad, this is one of the most boring, dull, uninteresting, lame, um, boring squads in the NFL. And I think it all starts... With Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan, the next wannabe Peyton Manning. Um, and you might say, who compares them to Peyton Manning? Um, I've always compared Matt Ryan to Peyton Manning uh, going solely by the size of their foreheads. 
They have very similar sized foreheads. Compare it. Look it up online if you don't believe me. It's all true. It's all true. Um, and it's a very disturbing trend. It does make me wonder if this is some sort of evolutionary thing. Maybe with cell phone towers, human heads are being stretched up. And within 50 to 100 years, every American is going to look like uh, one of the cone heads. Um, so just something to keep an eye out for. And remember, if your great, great, great grandchild has a cone head, you tell them, wow, I heard about that on the one buck. Uh, hold on, what's the name of the show? The one buck podcast on Ambien with... The William Van Landingham III. That's right. You can say, I heard about that there, and now it's actually happening. Wow, I should have listened, and I guess, I don't know, killed yourself? I don't really know. There's no real answer. I'm not giving answers. I'm just, I'm just pointing shit out. So, uh, so let's get back to the game. We were talking about Matt Ryan's big forehead. Um... You know, does he have to special order a helmet for that thing? Because, I mean, it is a gigantic forehead. I I just, I don't understand how you can operate that. I don't understand how a human being, how you don't try to do something about that. Like, what he should do is he should, like, get a magic marker and, like, draw on his forehead to make it at least look like he has hair there. Um, I mean, it would look stupid, but I think it looks better than just looking like you have a a fucking forehead that's four stories tall because that's just that's ridiculous so matt ryan's uh looking at his career um he's the who so who's the one that said it the 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 benjamin bungeon or however you say his name uh quarterback at the nfl he started out like as good as he's ever going to be and then each year he gets worse and worse and worse so He's kind of, uh, Matt Ryan went from being kind of a top, uh, young, thought-about quarterback into being kind of a absolute middle-of-the-road, middle-tiered quarterback that doesn't seem to have much of any future. Um, I don't see him, I don't see him ever increasing on his numbers any further at this point. He's not a bad quarterback, he's in the... He's in the average category at this moment, but he's certainly slipping by the year uh, into sub-average. So against this Buccaneers team's the last few games, he's actually done quite well. Um, one of the, I just wonder how much of the stats are adjusted by that one game that was a complete disaster blowout um, from two years ago in Atlanta, where the Falcons just destroyed the Bucs on... I think it was on CBS, so a Thursday night game, uh, which was just a terrible game to put on TV. I don't, I don't understand why anybody wants to broadcast games from that dump of a current stadium they have. The place is just fucking terrible, but, uh, but you know they do. You have a great stadium down here in Tampa. Do your national broadcast from Tampa, you dumb, you dumb dumb people running. Uh, these television networks. When you want to do games, like in Tampa, it's going to be in, and it's certainly be something like Tampa and Atlanta, fucking use the game that's played in Tampa. It just, it looks much better. Visually speaking, sounds better. I don't know. The people don't all look like they're on meth. 
you know, a lot of Floridians get a bad rap for being on meth. But you got to remember, most people in Florida are from somewhere else. And many of those people are from Georgia. And everybody in Georgia is on meth. So just something to keep in mind. So let's see. Matty Ryan, Meadow, uh, Matty Ice. Um, so what's he going to do against this new Bucks defense? Well, let's talk about this new Bucks defense. Um, here's a little fun stat for you, all you Bucks haters that are listening to this Bucks broadcast, yet you hate your own team. What is the one team in the NFL that had a top five offense and a top 10 defense when it comes to yards? There was one team in the NFL that did that. Who was it? Oh, right. Maybe you should fucking know since you're a so-called fan of that team. It was the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. When people talk about the Buccaneers having a bad defense, they are what is you call retarded. It means they don't know. What they're looking at is you're looking at points scored. Points scored does not necessarily mean your defense was bad. It means your defense was put in a lot of bad situations. Because if you're not giving up yards and the other team is scoring points, it's generally because they're getting short fields. So, or there's other issues going on. They're alluding to it, like special teams and and so on and so forth. Um, so the Buccaneers do not have a terrible defense last year. They had a top 10 defense. That's a big deal. That is a big, big deal. They beat out Minnesota. People think Minnesota has a good defense. Tampa was ranked higher. So this year, with the addition of, uh, of uh, old Mikey Smith there, um, he's going to come into town. They're going to be doing a lot more blitzing. Um, it's going to be a much more aggressive scheme. It's kind of be sort of like how Chiano used to run his scheme, and we all know how well that turned out. Um, but hopefully Mike Smith, unlike Chiano, the, the Jersey trash himself, um, I think Mike Smith is not a piece of Jersey trash. So I'm hoping that his... Uh, that his ideas actually work out well. And in the preseason, it certainly did work out well. But then again, in the preseason, the 2002 Buccaneers that ended up winning the Super Bowl got absolutely destroyed in their third preseason game by the Washington Redskins. So um, preseason football results mean nothing. And you have to say it every single fucking year. Nothing, 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 nothing. So anyway... um, so you have the new Bucks defense coming in. Uh, got a couple of new people. We got the defensive end that can play defensive tackle from the New York Giants. Way, way, way overpaid him, um, I think. But perhaps I'm wrong, and he comes in and outperforms uh, at least my expectations of him, which would be fucking fantastic. Um, we also have the kid we drafted in the second round, Noah Spence. Uh, defensive end, I think he is going to have a fantastic rookie year as a situational pass rusher. Um, He just has a look. You know, sometimes you look at a kid, like not even on film, like you just visually see them and you hear them talk and you just see the way they do and everything about them says superstar. Everything about it says this is a absolute star. Like, this person is successful. Um, They have a level of confidence that just makes you believe in them. 
just by doing nothing more than looking at them and seeing them talk, not even looking at game film. And, and Noah Spence absolutely has that. He is going to be a rock star for this team. I just hope... Um, I just hope that the Bucks can end up locking him up. I hope he stays healthy so he can see some of the stuff. I wouldn't expect his rookie year is going to be anything big because I think he will be used very situationary. Situ- will be used uh, during different situations. Uh, so that's going to limit. That's going to limit how much he's on the actual field. So his stats for his rookie year may not be all that good. You know, seven, eight sacks somewhere in that range. Um, but he has superstar written all over him and take that to the bank. And when you take that to the bank, do me a favor, say, Hey, I'm at the bank and I want to give money to a good cause. You know what a good cause is? That cause is buying me more Ambien because let me tell you something. I said, I'm not doing any commercials or anything like that, but I'll tell you what, if I think one Ambien, eh, show's going to be, eh. I think two ambient, you start getting some energy, you start getting some hypes, you get some randomness in there, so on and so forth. But you give me five ambience, and you're going to have a show where you have no fucking idea what the fuck is going on. You'll be listening to it, and it will be like you will, it'll be like you took acid just from listening to what I was talking about as I attempted to do my broadcast about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So, Let's go through the Atlanta roster here. I don't have it up in front of me because, quite honestly, Atlanta is such a boring team. I don't give a shit about them. Uh, who's their running back? Okay, we got the uh, we got the Freeman deal. Um, pass catching running back catches tons of passes, uh, and a good lead running back got off to a fantastic start. One of the best starts in the history of the NFL. Um, I thought you know just simple laws of average says that he's not going to be able to repeat that. Uh, but I still think he's going to be quite good. Um, he is, in my watching of him, he seemed very much like a north-south runner. Had a little bit of wiggle. Um, he didn't have to do a whole lot to, to make the plays that he did, but he just made them. Um, and that is not a bad thing. That's generally the sign of a very good player. Emmett Smith was a player that would go out and he would just make plays like he'd make plays but they weren't spinning around in circles they weren't doing ballerina dances it wasn't Barry Sanders you know Emmett Smith his his plays was going up and you know sidestepping to the right at the perfect moment and continuing on it wasn't anything super dramatic and I sort of see that uh in Freeman I'm not comparing him to Emmett Smith at all because Emmett Smith is in his own world your shitty rookie is uh, not, or I don't know, is he rookie or second year? But whichever year, he, uh, whatever year he was in last year, uh, he'll be in one more year this year. So I think we're safe to say that. So let's agree to disagree. Uh, let's see. So I think he's going to do quite good. Um, the Buccaneers, is, it's hard to know exactly how they're going to do. The Bucks traditionally have fared against running teams a little better than what people think they do. Um, but, you know, you just, you don't know. It's the first fucking game of the season. What the fuck do I know? What the fuck do you know? What the fuck does everyone know? No one knows fucking anything until at least we see the games. But in general, the Bucks have a new defense coming in 
Um, the old defenses tended to handle running games relatively okay for most teams. So let's move on to the passing game. So in the passing game, you motherfuckers in you motherfuckers in Atlanta, you motherfuckers have a player called Julio Jones. You know, Julio Jones. That motherfucker somehow, I don't know how the fuck he got here. I don't know if he got on a fucking tire and swam over. I don't know if he snuck across the border. I don't know what it is. And I don't know how his first name's Julio and his last name's Jones. So maybe he's just a citizen. I have no fucking idea. But that guy is a badass motherfucker. And I am going to make this bold prediction. Let me find a bold prediction sound effect. Um, here we go. I'm going to make a bold eviction, a bold prediction sound effect. Here you go. How is this? That's right. That's my bold, that's my bold sound effect. Julio Jones, best wide receiver in the NFL. Fuck Tim Beckham. And fuck Tim Brown. So, that's what I say. So, you Atlanta Falcons, uh... Listeners out there that hear this that think there's nothing but hate. Everything's hate in the world. I hate everything. Everybody hates me because I like a team that sucks that no one gives a fuck about that's really boring and is headed by a guy who has a head of Peyton Manning. Right? Well, I just gave you that. Julio Jones is a fucking beast and he's a rare player that you gave up a big trade to get him uh and that trade absolutely worked out in your favor no matter what those dumb cunts at espn wrote a couple years ago in some article where they said well atlanta didn't make the playoffs so it really wasn't a good deal shut up fucking idiots so anywho uh julio jones in this game i think he's gonna give the defense a hard time. The Bucks are going to be doing a lot of blitzing, I think. So you're going to have a lot of one-on-ones. So I could see Julio Jones having, eh, let's go conservative, okay? I'm going to try to keep things reasonable, not do any hyperbole type stuff. So I'm going to keep things reasonable. I think Julio Jones could have, eh, 230 yards and three touchdowns. Yes, I'm not fucking kidding. Like, uh, like I think if they go one-on-one, they do a lot of blitzing, and we're trying to have Brent Grimes run around with Julio Jones one-on-one. Um, well, the game's pretty much, you know, it's not over. It's not over because your team, your coaches, your players, they're too stupid to just play the same play 99 times in a row. So, um, and I don't think for a second that your defense is going to stop the Bucks' offense. So, yeah, they could do all that, and it's still going to be a game, but... Um, you know, but but w- when we get the blitzes in there, if we're not if we're not getting them there, and and uh, Matty O'Ryan has the time to to you know fucking spin back his big ostrich arm, ostrich arm, uh, to to throw the ball, then y'all should be set, and and he'll just throw it out as deep as he can, and Julio should just be able to run underneath it and catch it and be a touchdown, but. Uh, well, let's look at the rest of your team. You have the new guy that you got, the fucking, uh, Sanu guy, who I can't think of his fucking name, came from Cincinnati, supposedly an upgrade. I never thought of him as being anything. Um, 
paid the guy a lot of money to come in. Shocking amount of money. The Bucks really kind of needed a third wide receiver. Um, and what you saw what this guy got and what Marvin Jones got, um, I think the Buccaneers are just like, eh, we'll wait. We'll wait till something else. Maybe somebody will pop up. Maybe a fucking Adam Humphreys will come out of basically nowhere and, and we'll save ourselves $8 million a year. So, anyway... I don't really see him being much of a factor, but I don't really know what the fuck he does. So, how the fuck do I know? Why are you asking me anyway? Goddamn, I'm on fucking drugs trying to do a fucking interview on a fucking, like, thing I've never done before. It's 7 o'clock in the morning when I haven't ever gone to sleep, goddammit. So, let's get back to... <sighs> okay, I feel better now. Let's get back to... The actual review of the game. The game, um, let's see what we got to talk about. Now we got to talk about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers offense. Tampa Bay Buccaneers offense, that's one badass motherfucking offense, motherfucker. Let me tell you that. We have, we have the man, the myth, the legend, the person that owns the place. And that place means all of Tampa Bay. We have Jameis Winston. People talk shit about Jameis Winston. Oh, Jameis Winston's just going to go there and rape every white woman he sees. Oh, Jameis Winston's going to go there and he's going to steal from children's charities. Jameis Winston is going to go there and he's going to rape every girl under the age of, of eight. I don't know. All the various anti-Jameis Winston things. So, it just gets sick of hearing all that shit. But anyway, James Winston, been nothing but nice guy, really nice guy, kind of guy that you look at and you just go like, you know, I'm not a gay, but if I was a gay, and I was a gay that was into black men who were muscular, and who were tall, and who were really like sports, and, and I myself was open-minded enough to want to be involved with someone like that. You know, I could see something between between a Jameis Winstonton and a William Van Landingham III, you know, connecting up, making little William Van Landingham Winston babies. I don't even know how that works. Is that legal? Can you do that yet? I don't know. I'm not sure how that works, but hopefully somebody will write in and let me know. So... Anyway, what was I talking about? Um, we are talking about Winston having my babies. Um, how would that work? Would Winston have my babies or would I have his babies? Because I I, there's no fucking way I'm having babies. Fuck that shit. If I'm having babies, I'm going over to our fucking kicker. Then I'm going to kick me right in the fucking stomach. Like right away. Boom. Abortion. Boom. Abortion. So, we'll get that shit covered quick. All right. So, who else do we have here? Uh, so, we have Winston. So, if you're an Atlanta Falcons, uh, you know, listener, you want to check in, you want to see like, hey, what are these people down in Tampa talking about? I would like to hear some of their intelligent conversation about what they expect to happen in this game. Well, it's what I'm fucking giving you. Have you figured that out already, you fuck? Jesus Christ, stop talking to your fucking self and listen. God. Anyway. Ah, God, I'm fucking annoyed by that. Ugh. 
Okay. Anyway, let's go back to the game here. Jameis Winston, I expect them to have a big game. Uh, I'm going to roll out some numbers here. I say Winston, not overwhelming numbers, 317 passing yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions, 24 yards running. Um, Mike Evans is going to have... I might have said it already, but uh, whatever I said, I forgot. So I'm going to have to start over here. Uh, So I think I said Winston had 327 yards. So Evans is probably going to have about 170 of those yards would be my guess. Um, And I think I said Winston was going to have two TDs. Well, one TD goes to Mike Evans. The other TD will go to Cameron Brait. Brait is our white tight end. We have, the Buccaneers have two tight ends that you might use for fantasy. Easy way to keep track of them. Very, very easy way. Uh, one guy is white. The other guy is black. So you can say the white tight end or you can say the black tight end. And everyone will know who you're talking about. So don't feel racist. Don't, feel, don't let people judge you for using fucking shorthand because they're too stupid to do it themselves. But uh, that's just, you know, that's just the way you do it. Um, so I think Brait will get something. I don't know. Brait will get like 30 yards and a touchdown, maybe. Um, Chris Sims will get a decent amount of yards. Uh, he'll probably pick up a bunch of short catches, passes, you know, and, and PPR fantasy football is probably good for eh, eight points. I'd say probably 10 points actually, because it's probably more like six passes for 40 yards. So that would be my guess. Um, Doug Martin on the ground, I think I think he actually can pick up about 100 yards, um, score a touchdown on the ground also, so I think he'll have a nice day. Nothing spectacular, um, just kind of moving chains up and down, up and down, up and down. But I think at the end of the day, you're going to look at the stat line, you're going to say, like, hey, that's pretty good. So uh, what else is there to talk about in the game? Game... Uh, kickers, we got that new kicker kid, uh, that's from FSU, that was fucking all up in the preseason, and then they were just like, look, fucking, stop fucking around, and then they took him over to the other stadium, and they said, make the fucking kick, or we're gonna kill your brother, because his brother plays at FSU, and so he didn't want his brother to die, and so he made the kicks, and so his brother lived, and his brother went on to have a big night the other night, if you watch college football, you know the story by now. So, just kind of a little interesting tidbit, but it certainly worked, and it seems like he's been okay now. Uh, from your side, you had Matt Bryant. I don't know if he's still there or not. I guess he was injured part of last year, and I don't know if he won his job back or not, but, uh, uh, man, he's been around forever. So, he owns the longest kick in Buccaneers history. Kicked a 62-yard field goal outdoors. So, uh, he had a hell of a leg. Um, and also on that particular day, he had a hell of a, he had a hell of a backwind. I think it was about 20 miles an hour. So, cause it definitely assisted it, but it happened. It happened. Um, so, um, so I guess just to wrap this, uh, first broadcast up now, look guys, let me just tell you, um, this broadcast has no advertisers, um, as you can tell, a show where you're talking, say lots of stupid shit, and you don't even remember what you said, and you're high on drugs, not going to get you a lot of advertisers, okay? I get it. So the way that you could help 
is by finding people that say boring things and just punching them in the mouth. That would be enough payment to me. Send me stories of you punching people in the mouth that say boring things. So if they just start saying like, like, hey, did you see what was on... Um, uh, I don't have any topical references, so I'll use an old one. Hey, did you watch... Uh, did you watch the Roseanne Barr show last night? And then you would just go, hold on, let me make sure you could hear that. That's you punching them right in the face. So if you can do that, that would be great payment. You don't have to do it. Don't do anything that's going to get yourself in trouble. Um, but, you know, I think everybody in the world needs to learn that uh, there's consequences to all your actions, and that includes being boring. So... Um, so I'm doing this on Ambien and the Ambien's wearing off a little bit. So I'm kind of mellowing out now. I don't remember what I said, but I'm going to go for a who's going to win and lose this game to wrap it up. Um, I suspect the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to walk into that shithole, cunt, fuck, just hellhole that is Atlanta. And they're going to help kick off the season in which we burn that piece of shit stadium to the ground and they're going to open it up with a big fat L on the Falcons. That's right. Picking the Buccaneers to win. Uh, random score I'm going to throw out. I'm going to say it is 29 to 24. That'd be my score. 29-24. Not how I got there. Not sure how I got there on the points, but that's what magically came to me when I closed my eyes and asked Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, for answers. That's what he told me. So take that to the bank. Uh, check in next time. Next time I should have Twitter and I should have uh, everything else. I'm assuming next time I should have millions of followers as this goes viral and everything else. And uh, I don't know. Fuck off.